If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Heavens to Megatroid. The the others. Alright, y'all, welcome to episode 18 of King Collar with your boy Jay Kill. And your boy Jay Wright. And we back. It's up. We got another baby. SEC. Hell yeah. Tigers win uh, Saturday 28-25 on the road in Stark, Vegas amongst the Cowbells. Man. And, uh, man, we got us a dub, bro. 1-0 in SEC play. Can't be it. Ain't nothing better than that. Yeah, three in a row since uh, the tragic uh, debut. But, uh, man, how, how you feeling, dog? Man, I feel good, man. I feel like... Uh... You know, there's a lot to chew on from this game, but uh, a win is a win. Take it any way you can, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Let me let me go and tee it up. So, for those who, who didn't get to see everything, man, uh, the game was uh, – it the game looked a lot closer than I would say that it actually was. But uh, final score, 28-23. I mean, 25. Uh, a low-scoring first half. It was 7-3 in the first half. Uh, we, you know, we, we had a couple of defensive turnovers. Uh, we got a, a pick from Cordell Flott. We got a, a fump force fumble and a scoop. Not quite the score. Uh, Tigers took advantage, scored on uh, the first drive. Um, came out in the second half with an RPO pass and had a, a wide open um, play up the middle. Uh, we really kind of took control the whole game and never looked back. We got con- contributions from um, Cole Taylor. We got Trey Palmer in the mix. Uh, Kayshawn Butte with two more touchdowns. All he does is catch touchdowns, y'all. That's all he does. And uh, the defense, they they bent. They didn't quite break. Mm-hmm. And the Tigers got the dub, man. Where 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 you want to start, man? On, on the the keys to this win, man. Man, look, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna lay at the altar of the defense, and that Durante Jones got his money's worth. Thanks. Round of applause, man. Round of applause. I know, you know, most people weren't expecting the 3-2-6. I wasn't expecting the 3-2-6. I was looking for a 4-2-5 defense. But, like you said, Ben and didn't break, and we made plays. At the end, we gave up some, you know, some scores. But truth be told, the real, the, the real game was won with the game plan, the defensive game plan. Yes, sir. Um and, you know, last year we gave up a re- SEC record number of yards to KJ Costello. And uh, if you look at the stats, uh, we actually gave up 600 yards, but it didn't feel the same. It, it, it did. felt, felt totally different. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, this was – they had to move the ball slow and steady, um, dink and dunk down the field. Last year they were gashing us mm-hmm. with every – opportunity every chance so it, it was it was definitely a night and day difference from this year and last year 
and uh, I commend the coaches for the game plan. They 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 had a great a great plan in place. The players executed. And and let's be honest again. This is his fourth game calling plays. Uh, it's a lot to learn. You're going to go up against a master in Mike Leach, who's uh he he's a he's a gamer to say the least. Man, the guy he has his index card and. He knows what he wants to do, and he has his concepts, and he sticks with it. Uh, if you could describe Durante Jones's game plan in one word, what would you say? Uh, effective. Mm. Very effective. Uh, open field tackling was some of the best I've seen at home. Oh my god! The boys was, was hitting. It was it was pure tackling seminar, and I don't know if they worked on that in practice this week or whatever the case may be. But there were a few times where it was third and four, and they got two and a half, three oh. yards, and we were able to get off the field as a defense. Yeah. Off of open field tackles, which in the past, I'll be honest, even when we had Devin White, we weren't always the best open field tackling team. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something that was up our sleeve. So to see it this week helps me helps me feel comfortable at night when I'm breaking down the game for next week, saying, hey, at least I know we can make open field tackles. Yep. You know? I, I got a different word. What's that? I, I got discipline. I saw a very Ooh. disciplined defense. Uh, yeah. They were uh, cautiously aggressive. Uh, I had mm-hmm. this in my notes. Um, a lot of gang tackles, a lot of uh, great open field tackles, like you mentioned. And I just felt like for a, a bunch of young cats, they, they looked like they knew the plan. They stuck to the plan and, and never wavered. Even when it got a little tight, every oh, yeah. every drive of Mississippi State had was 9, 10, 11, 12 plays. It just never was like a big, huge hit. Even the the the, the first touchdown they scored, it, it was what, like a 13, 14-yard pass? Like they still had to drive down the field. The wheel yeah. route that they had to get it closer, um, that took effort. And even the touchdown right before it was to make it 25, it was the the receiver had to really fight to get across that goal line. It was like two, three cats that hit him, and he just kept fighting, fighting, fighting. I think they just gave him nothing easy, man. That was, yeah. that was the dopest part about it. Definitely you don't give up points, bro. You're going to, especially in this league, and uh, we're in league play now. So I, I think that bodes well for the learning curve that this team will have. We still don't have a running game on offense. I, I want to talk about that too in a second. Um, so a couple other notes, man. Derek Singley was out. Um, BJ Ojolari left the game and, and came back later. Uh, Austin Deculus was out for a little while. He came back. What What did you see from a, a depth building standpoint on the team? Like, do you think we made some progress or not really? Or is it just? I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it funky with you, man. We didn't miss Stingley. Mm-mm. Dwight McLaughlin, Cordell Flott mm-hmm. played great in his absence. Eli Ricks is Eli Ricks. We know we're getting to him. Yep. But for this to be a pass-happy team, like you said, we didn't have any busting coverage. And I think you can attribute that to the return of Jay Ward. To the return of the Mac, Jay yes. Ward. I mean, now you got to wonder if he stays healthy, do we actually win that UCLA game? Yeah, you have to wonder that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that may seem like her hyperbole to some people, but just think how clear we were on the back end, safety wise. You didn't hear a safety's name called. 
Mm-hmm. You, didn't see, you didn't see a heavy rotation at safety either. It was Jay Ward back there keeping everybody on the same page. There were no like I think they got one kind of a deep strike on us, but that was that was you're gonna have that at least once a game. Yeah. And like but, we talked about in, in the in the Central Michigan game, man. You you could you could blow one coverage. You could even yeah. blow maybe two. Yeah. But you can't blow five, six, seven, eight coverages, man. That's that's yeah. when you get gashed, man. And that's that's when you get the 2020 LSU defense. Now. Yes. Yes. So I, I gotta say, you know, it was uh definitely the return of Jay Ward allowed us to be more effective in the back end of the secondary. The uh linebacker play was better in coverage. Mm-hmm. The the three two actually if I'm if you're daring Mike Leach to run the ball, which he doesn't do often. Mm. So that was that was a, like I said, it was a perfect game plan. Man, it was a perfect game. Plan. I even got my notes and I put Neil Farrell sighting. When was the last time we seen Neil Farrell make a play, dog? He's he's actually made a couple plays yeah. throughout his career, but he's he's not your traditional um you know push the pocket type of interior lineman, you know. He's a he's a nose or a shade technique that really is a run stopper. But he yeah. made some plays in the backfield, you know. Yeah. He, yeah, he's able to be effective. He he's not my favorite player on the defensive line, but he gets the job done. <laughs> he gets the job done. Gets the job done. Uh, my other first half note, I put, man, that pick by Forbes was a hell of a play, dog. Uh, I thought Johnson took a calculated risk going up against a a, a, a very talented corner, and that man made a play, dog. That was yeah. not too many cats can make that play. Yeah, but you gotta take your shots. You got know? to. 50-50 ball, you expect us to win most of those. But like you said, it was a good play by the corner. And it wasn't a killer either. It was one of those, like I said, calculated risks. It, it yeah. was like a long punt almost. So It was. It was definitely um, like a punt. Give me one word to describe uh, Mike Leach in his game plan. Uh, damn. What's, a, what's another way of saying never wavering? It, it didn't change. It, 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 it was the same. Uh, I'm going to have to stay with uh, – I wouldn't say stagnant because it actually, in a way, it worked. It was just slow death, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was a slow death. I got I got hubris. Yeah. He, yeah, he, that's he a good did, one. He had too much pride, dog. Durante gave him the run, and he never took it. Yeah. He just would – we went three, 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 and I will give Durante credit. We did switch it up a few times and went four down linemen, mm-hmm. um, and kind of switched it up. But I mean, they basically said, "Dog, take it," and he just would not do it, man. Take and, it. and it played right into our hands, man. What do we always say about this this team? We have great defensive linemen and great depth at, at defensive back. Yeah. Eight defensive backs in the backfield—that's right up our alley, as long yeah. as they stay home. So. I just, I, I just thought, man, at some point he has to change it, and you saw it with the quarterback. Uh, Will Rogers started getting impatient, and he got oh, hurt yeah. every time. Yeah, I mean, it's it, that's why I say it was the perfect game plan. You know, you're making them do something they don't want to do, and that's work their way down the field. They don't, they want to get down there quick and in the hurt. And oh yeah, we, were, we weren't allowing that to happen. 
You know, so I got to tip my hat to Durante. That was definitely a well-called game. Coach O said he's been working on the Mike Leach spread since last year's debacle. Mm. But I think I think that's more Durante. That's why you hire an NFL secondary coach in the yeah. Somebody that's going to be like, hey, I know how to work against this. You know, this, I, this is a simple concept type of offense, and this is what we would do if it had if it came to us in the league. Because technically, you know, uh, Coach uh, Kingsbury and them boys, they run that type of stuff. So yeah. you've seen it. You know, you've seen everything. So I think it was, like I said, perfect game plan. Perfect yeah, you game. think about it, you're going to see it, you know, you're going to see it progress as you get to the Alabamas and the Floridas and the the potential of a Georgia, whoever you might see down the road. These these offenses ain't going nowhere. Mike Leach's is a bit extreme in the way he does his, but yeah, yeah. you're, you're going to see these looks, man. So that, that was dope. Uh, second half, man, um, let me see some of the notes I put down. I just put Butte and Boy, just all caps. Yeah. Yeah. Just a dog. Uh give me a grade on Jake Pete's uh game plan for this game, man. <laughs> g- g- give me a word or uh yeah, give me a word in a in a grade. Um work in pro- damn, that's th- that's three words. <laughs> WIP. <laughs> yeah, work in progress, man. It's yeah. I'll say it like this. I see the vision, but the execution is is faltering in that like, for instance, on Butte's touchdown, the long one, mm-hmm. it was an RPO, and we ran the same play before, yep. and we gave it to the running back. And so um, I can see why he called it, because he saw the safety come down the first time they ran it. So it's more so I see him now picking up those tendencies, like, hey, we need I need to do this, because I see this happening. But because of the run game not being there, we're not as balanced as we need to be going mm-hmm. further into SEC play. That's why I think, you know, our boy Dion wasn't as effective this game. Jack Bish wasn't as effective this game because there's no threat of a run game. Mm-hmm. And Mississippi State was like, we know y'all can't run the ball. So <laughs> we're just going to play our regular defense and try to make a play on the ball. You know, so now it's we was and the thing is the great thing is we're still effective in the passing game. It's just yeah. it would be even more effective if we had a run game to complement it. Because yeah. then you could do some play action stuff that really works. So we'll see, man. Yeah. We'll see. I, I liked it. I, I saw like you said, I saw the vision. Um I like the fact that they they tried to stick it out with the run a little bit. I don't like the way they – I don't like the, the personnel, dog. It, it's not TDP, even though he had a couple of nice runs. Yeah. You saw when Armani got Goodwin came in the game. The boy got some pop, man. Like, yeah. That kid had pop. Obviously, we talk about uh, Mr. Wiggle, a.k.a. Um, Corey Kiner. Corey Kiner. Uh, I think that's where it's got to go, bro. I mean, if you're going to yeah. go with not your traditional fullback uh, – Five man protection. You got to get somebody that can can make a move, make a move quick. Yeah, and that's not TDP, man. So, I I I thought it was cool. I wrote my notes. The RPO works when the run is actually an option, and you yeah. saw that. You know, they by them just trying to commit to it, 
that it, it gave us some open some open plays, but man, going down the line, I mean, that's not going to work against the the big dogs in the SEC. So I, I think it's just a matter of changing the personnel. Dog. I know they like TDP. You know, from all accounts, I hear he's a good kid, but this just might not be a good fit. I think that's what it really is, man. Yeah, it's 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 and it's not necessarily a good fit in the sense that he's not like you said a good kid. It's the system. He he needs he's an old school back. He needs mm-hmm. an eye formation, like you said, fullback, or he needs a single back formation where it's two wide on one side, tight end, and they're running like a, almost a, a zone read, not zone read, but zone blocking concept because. Mm-hmm. He's a power back. He's a, he's a one cut type back, and I just we need somebody with some wiggle. Our offensive yeah. line is not. You, how many times you look at the play and one of our offensive linemen is down on their back or falling over? They yeah. whiffed on the, they whiffed on the block, and there's two or three fr- defenders running free. Yeah. You, you, so you you, you got to have somebody in there that can make somebody miss because they're gonna have to. Exactly. 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 You can't, yeah. you can't, you can't, you can't fault the man for getting one point two yards a carry if that's not his game and run style. So nah. that's why you say we need kind of, we need good when we hopefully we get Emory back, yeah, because all of them have a bit more wiggle. Yep. So again, that's somebody's child. We're not talking yep. bad about TDP. We're not talking about them. We're not talking about them bad. Nah. It's just the truth, baby. It's just, a, just, it's just the key don't fit in the lock. That's all it is. Um, I got a word for Bre- for uh, Max Johnson. What's that? Brad. Uh, <laughs> so for those who don't know, I grew up an avid Bucks fan, and I've seen many of Brad Johnson's games. And that boy Max played just like his daddy, dog. Like that game was a was a game manager Brad Johnson type game, man. Um, That's what you see. That's what you see. He's a gamer, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he he took his hits. You know, he took a couple on the chin. Yeah. But he he took he made the plays when the plays were there. Like he mm-hmm. when the plays were to be had, he 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 took them. And I think that's all you really need to do in this game with the defense playing the way they played. You know, it reminded me of those old Bucks teams, man, where he knew he had that solid defense behind him. I just got to make a few plays, man. Just make yeah. a few plays and get him in the playmaker's hands. And I mean, another three TD game, man. I mean, six straight games or he's got three touchdowns, bro. And I think week after week, I, I hear people say, man, Ellis, you ain't got no quarterback. I'm like, no, nah, we got a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. We I like his poise. I like yeah. his poise. I think uh, he's on the... I wouldn't say below average or even average. He has a slightly above average arm for a college quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not that strong, but he does make right decisions, you know, and he can fit it into a window when he needs to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just I think the kid I think the kid, like you said, he um he he's he has a almost a bit of a game manager type aspect to him, you know. He's not gonna throw you out of a game. Nope. Ally Jared Lee. But he's Woo. gonna he's gonna he's gonna give you a fighter's chance. And that's all you can really ask for in this, you know, newfound LSU football era, you know? Mm-hmm. I think uh one thing I liked was just the fact that the pocket awareness, you saw him climb the pocket a few times. Uh and then like I said, those calculated risk of hey man, this might be 
picked off, but oh well, it's, it's in a good spot on the field. Or I'm going to throw it to a spot where only my guy can get to it. The, the Cole Taylor play where I don't even think Cole Taylor was open when he let the ball go. He just knew yeah. where he was supposed to be and trusted his guy, man. And again, the spot of the field, if something bad were to have happened, we were on the other side of the field. So, oh, well, if it does get picked, it, it wasn't going to kill us at that point. Um, yeah. What did you think about the the last six minutes of the game with the the execution trying to run south the clock, man? It's smart. I know most people are going to be like, dang, that's not aggressive or impressive, but it's smart. And it's, it's Ed's blueprint, you know? Mm-hmm. Think about it previous games that we've had under our last former coach. Um, Leslie. Game time, clock management, game management was in the lacking. But with Coach O, he's going to – I don't know if he has a binder for time management somewhere or he has some people in his ear saying you need to do this. But he does manage it really well. You know, you you didn't want to give Mississippi State the opportunity to get the ball back. You also want to have the ability to run the clock. And though I say we didn't have a run game, it was effective enough to get the clock down to zero with us winning. And that's all you really want at the end. So I got to give it to the coach. So, you know, like I said, that was one thing in the program that needed to be fixed beforehand. And he's definitely made an effort to, you know, get that taken care of. Because I could think of plenty of games where we were up, the other team finally suddenly had momentum. Mm-hmm. And we just sat on the clock, you know? I got a complaint. Ah, oh, shit. What is? It? I got. I got one complaint. I don't. I don't disagree with the with the strategy overall. I, yeah. I think that was smart. You're on the road. Don't give the team, uh, the home team, a chance to build momentum or get excited by putting you know the ball in, in a dangerous place. I didn't agree with again the personnel, and I ain't like how we was trying to run out the clock. If we were okay. going to like legitimately run it. Throw a damn fullback in there, dog. Let's like run it. Like I don't, I don't think we got a fullback. <laughs> Throw Cole Taylor back there. He big shit. I just felt like you was getting these one and a half yards per carry carry still. It was like, dog, we're not even gonna get a first down. Yeah. Like yeah. we're conceding. Like I wanna get three, four first downs and like really put the boa constrictor around Mississippi State Nick, man. Like get extra boring and get these first downs and then let's run up out of there. But, you know, that's nitpicky. We, we got the win. I mean, I ain't, at the end of the day, the win is the win. That's what you look it's, for. It's valid. It's valid. I understand your concern, you know. I understand. But, you know, we'll see, man. I, I'm I'm going to be very curious to how this running back room uh, shapes out, man. I, I You can tell there's an affinity for TDP. Um, I just want to know if I was going to make the hard call and say, you know what? We might need to go a different direction. Yeah. And and, and I think that's, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with it. But again, we like, we like TDP, not a bad, not a bad kid, at not all. a bad football player. Yeah. So. He'd probably, probably be great. Great. As a, a car salesman in Natchitoches. But. <laughs> well, dog. I'm just saying, man. Hey, man. Who who you got for MVP of the game, man? 
<laughs> no wonder they missed a Cordell flat, man. Who else? Two five, two five, two five. Man, he's light in the pants, but heavy in the heart, man. Man. Like, he made two big plays in the game. Yeah, my man, my man made almost the exact same play as uh Derek Stingley last week on the other side of the field. And uh I think that's hit the tone, man. That was a it tone really setter. I saw Andre Anthony joking that uh he gotta teach Damon Clark how to finish those scooping scores. Um, but man, uh, and then he had the pick, man, like just a savvy move, sat sat in his zone, was right yeah. where he's supposed to be, and then made a hell of a play on that ball, too. Man, that wasn't like a, a gimme, yeah, for he sure. It happen. And that's why I say he's the MVP, man, because like you say, he set the tone with the with the force fumble. And then it almost kind of flipped the field with that with that interception, and it, we needed that. We needed yep. that type of spark. So he's the MVP, man, for sure. And, and you could tell uh, Mike Leach he won that open. He won the flip, and he took the ball. He didn't defer like most coaches do. Yeah, so you could tell it was on his mind. He was trying to send a message early and try to give uh, LSU a kick, a punch to the face, and. Nah, Cordell Flat shut that down, man. Cause they was moving yeah. the ball. Yeah, man. You know, he, when you're down, you automatically have this mental pressure on you. You know, it's like, damn, they got the ball first and they went down to score. It's pressure on the offense. It's pressure on the defense. Mm-hmm. It's pressure on everybody. So to have that happen and get a turnover on that first drive, like you said, that was that was monumental. It, it just showed this ain't gonna be like last year. Nah, dog. Um, what do you think this? Oh, hold on. Can I go back? I, I did actually predict that LSU was gonna win this game. Now yeah. I did. Ha- I did have doubt in my voice. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna concede that. But I said it was gonna. <laughs> I said it was gonna be 35 to 31, and I, I was three slightly off. Slightly the dip, off. Use use on the use on the right score. The margin. Yep. If Jack Bench wouldn't have got robbed on that catch, well, they might have got another touchdown. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. I jinxed them, though, man. I picked them as an MVP, and uh, you know how that goes. I'm sorry, Mr. Malik Neighbors. I'm sorry, Mr. John Vesh. Um, I think I probably jinxed Ty Davis-Price, man, because I picked him as an MVP of the second game. So, True. yeah. I'm, I'm just – I'm not going to pick an MVP before the game anymore. I'm just going to say who it was afterwards. <laughs> So what do you think this win does for for these Tigers, man, heading into the Auburn game, man? Ooh, man. So uh, I think this gives the team confidence to believe in their coaches, yeah. which is huge. You know, now they can say, man, you know, the run take wasn't lying. Or Coach Peace, you know, he's trying. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's, it's now we're playing a team that could be hot and cold. It's a rivalry. No matter how you look at it, most people, the young may not say it's a rivalry, but it really is. Mm-hmm. They're going. They're not coming in here just to play pit pat with us. This is going to be a hard fought game, and I think Tank Bigsby is one of the best running backs in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have to bring our work cat, and we're going to be ready. Got to be prepared to tackle, you know. But I actually think this bodes well for us this week in that you had that confidence boost and it's going to be like UCLA 2.0 in a sense, you know, because they're going to run the ball. They are and going to run the ball. And you got revenge uh, against your boy TJ Finley. Let's take a is, is he starting? Yeah, I think he is. 
Okay. No, so Bo Nix is the love affair is over. Man, he got he got benched. Yeah. He got benched. I would be shocked if he comes out to take the first snap. Man. Absolutely shocked. Well, that'd be a little bit of a, a mental warfare put, putting TJ Finley out there first and then coming back with Bo Nix. I think I think it actually helps LSU if you put if they put TJ Finley out there. Because yeah. honestly, I think because of how he left and when he left, he's gonna try to do too much. Yeah. I really do. I'm I hate to say it like that. I want everybody to succeed in life, but this ain't one of the instances you can succeed in because I think he has some animosity towards LSU. And when he's coming out there, he's going to try to do everything he can to say, hey, y'all picked the wrong quarterback. And that doesn't bode well for him. I've seen turnovers. I see turnovers. Yeah, so Auburn's uh, coming in as a 20, number 22. Yeah. Uh, we still are unranked. Uh, I got no comment on that, you know. Bias. We, we, we lost to a ranked opponent. I mean, yeah. now, you know, so whatever. We, we the, as, as long as we take care of our business, we'll be where we're supposed to be. You know, we, yeah. we got we got the schedule that sets up to show that if you do what you got to do, I mean, A&M, Arkansas, Alabama, Ole Miss, Florida, Kentucky, Auburn, like there's 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 a uh, game to, to prove who you are. So we will see oh, if yeah. they will uh they will pull a pull a Denny Green and show us who we thought they were. So oh yeah, they are who we thought they were. <laughs> they were them when they got off the bus. Straight up, bro. Uh, so yeah, we are gonna get y'all a uh. Uh, Auburn preview later in the week. We also got a little midweek episode planned for y'all. Um, we probably do. We gotta do a. We gotta do a HBCU update. We gotta add that yeah. to a Wednesday show. Yeah, man. Cause it's been a little minute. Bring the drum yeah. majors out. I need some whistles. Yup. Uh, one of them. Uh, them batons. Let's get going, man. Hell yeah. Um, any other thoughts on this game, man? I know we we kind of ran through it, but. Man, like I said, it's a W, man. I, I like how we had a good game plan. I like the fact how we executed that game plan. And uh, I'm just excited for the future in the sense that I feel like this team is getting better every week, you know. So let's see what they do this week. Yeah, hang in there, Tiger fans. I, I know y'all y'all used to, you know, big results and, and quick, quick success, man. But remember, we are not a blue blood. <laughs> we like a not not a red blood. We kind of like a purple blood. We we, we almost there. Yeah, yeah. Like see what I did there. Red and blue make purple. LSU, you, you know what I'm saying? Man, Man I, blood, blood is a <laughs> get along. <laughs> we all the same, gang. <laughs> colors, 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 colors. Hey. Now, I'm feeling sorry for Ice T. Now, I'm going to get two lines on Law and Order. Dude's a hip hop legend, man. Man, why y'all got leather jacket on, dog? I feel like, was it summertime, fall? I don't know, man. That's what I always got a leather jacket on. I can't trust if I ever go to New York. I don't know what it's going to be like, man. Because if I watch Law and Order, it's like, shit, you need a jacket every day. A leather jacket. And low key, have we ever addressed the fact that Ice T got that list? Nope, ain't nobody ever gonna say it to him. But I, I heard it. I heard it before. Him, hey, man. Sway, 
Charlemagne the God. Um, Yo. That's about it, man. Yeah, man. Y'all got to do something about that. Y'all need yeah. your speech. Shout yeah. out to our boy, uh, Mr. Washington. I was going to say, Tess. 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 I got to speech. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done, man. I'm bleeping that last one out. <laughs> All right, y'all, that concludes episode 18 of Kate Collar with your boy, J. Kill. And your boy, Jay Wright. Is up. Yo, Shiraz Elementary Golden Dragons. Yeah, keep that, keep that coach with it. Flame on. Oh, yeah, it's up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Look, man, if you hating on anybody, you need to stop that shit. I call a tip off the rip. What's that? Stop that bitch. Savage Life sits in the mix. You better cop that shit. Man, quit hollering. It's coming quick. and going to drop that bitch. It's coming like an old independent woman, and I got the whole thing in her stomach. And oh, you know for sure, I come before I go. At the end of the night, rubbers and bundles on the floor, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Back to the bubbles. <laughs>